I love that song about revival. And you know what, though? We keep thinking that revival is going to be like some big event. It's here if you want it. <laughs> I, I, I was, Rob said this a long time ago to me. He's like, your mom and dad have been re in revival ever since I've known them. They've been in revival their, most of their lives. So it, it's, it's if you want it, you can have it. But we've just got to get it. The God, God's got it for us. Well, we had a good weekend, and you all would be very proud of your pastor. We hung out with a bunch of uh, leaders, and I don't know that they were all pastors. I don't think they were, but um, in Branson over the weekend, uh, he's been, I think this was the third one you've done, and they've, he and Steve Youngblood have been meeting with these people, and um, they've been getting together and hanging out and talking, and, and I won't give you this, all the secrets of the leaders, but, you know, <laughs> they don't like to. It's, it, it was good. They're, they're trying to let go a little bit, you know, so, well, that's what I saw. I, th I saw that it's kind of hard for preachers to let go, but anyway. She's making comments up here, but it was good. It was good to uh, get with them, and, and uh, dad, my dad preached yesterday, and our, I don't know that you preached, but he shared from his heart, and he challenged them, and it was really good. And I know that um, <clears throat> some of them will go home and have to think a lot about a lot of things that you said. <laughs> so, um, but it, it was, I, I was honored to get to be there. And um, I, I was really proud of my dad, and um, it was really a good time, and we enjoyed ourselves. And um, I have a lot to share. I, I accidentally, you'll say, ha ha, I accidentally forgot my watch. Actually, it was in a suitcase somewhere, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, well, and I told Rob earlier, I said, this is either going to be the shortest message of all times, or it's going to be the longest. So we'll see where it goes. Because I just kept asking the Lord, I was like, Lord, what exactly is it? Where am I supposed to go with this? And I, I, you know, this is what I kept hearing. It's in you. <laughs> well, isn't that awesome? <laughs> I'm really glad that it's in there. Now let's let it come out. <laughs> so anyway, I'm trusting him that, that the right words are going to come out. But I want to start with, um, and, and you'll have to bear in mind, this is something that's been stirring within me probably since the 1st of January. And um, whenever we were approaching the inauguration, I kept hearing, it's time for the troops to rally. It's time to rally the troops. And I'm like, what in the world? And I know that there's a lot of comparisons in the scriptures about where the army Worse, you know, I know we're all real familiar with that, but I, I really sense that the Lord is calling us up to another level of warfare, and, and, and it, some have never been engaged, and um, if you're a Christian, we're supposed to have on the armor, and, if, and you don't just wear it around for nothing, there's a purpose for it, and, um, but 
I, after I heard that, then I just happened upon Braveheart, and I realized that that's an old movie, but it has so stirred within me, and then last night, it was on again. So if I try to break out in some Scottish brogue, excuse me, but oh my gosh, that movie just winds me up. There is so much strategic messaging in there on our warfare and what we're to be about and about timing and listening and engaging in the barbaric way that we as Christians are supposed to be. I'm telling you, I am just praying that I can give to you and stir to you and ask the Lord to stir your spirit of where he is moving me and what he is showing me and how he is letting me let go and, and stepping into the wildness and, and the freeing things that God has for me. And, and because it's not all like a cookie cutter. And the, those, John the Baptist, he was a crazy man. Those guys were wild. And they didn't look like, they didn't have some Sunday haircut with a pocket protector and a suit and tie. And we think that's what a Christian is. And I'm not against that, but I'm just saying, there's a wild, I, I have had, uh, Barbara Wintrow said, there's a wild woman inside of you. Well, I can see glimpses of her at times. Haven't you had your spirit move? And you're like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do with that? And then all of a sudden your head gets involved and you go, Clunk. and you're like, where'd that go? I'm telling you, God is wanting to release that within us. And there is something within, and we're not all going to look alike, and I'm not saying we're going to run around looking like Mel Gibson out of Braveheart. Um, wouldn't that be fun? Who's going to wear a kilt? But I'm just saying, that spirit of that Braveheart, that warrior, where in the world is that in the church body? Oh, we're supposed to be nice and quiet and not say anything. Y'all can barely say amen in here. I know you're not saying out anything out there. That's exactly right. Get with it. I'm telling you, the wars that have our country have been in haven't been, uh, it's not nice. The battle of gods isn't nice either. But it's not with your words to somebody else. It's in the spirit realm, praying and dealing with those things. But I want to start with uh, Luke 4, 18 and 19. And I started with this uh, Wednesday night. And this is our church mission statement. This is what we believe. This is who we are. This, is, this should be running through your veins. This should be our brave heart. This is, this is who, this is a description. This should say, Angie Sanborn. This is the description of, 
this should be, every person's name should be above this. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed and to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. That is what Ascension Church is. That is who you are. Should be. Should, that should be our biggest desire and who we're about and the biggest description of who we are. But it's like I saw in the movie last night. They're getting ready for their big fight. England's approaching them with all of their battle gear, with all their horses, with all of their... And these guys are on foot, look like a bunch of ragtag guys that couldn't defeat anybody. And there's a couple of them, and they said, I'm not dying for that. That's kind of where the church has been. I'm not dying for that. I'm not going to speak out for that. We have so bought into a lie that we are to lay down and be polite. I, I, I'm, I, there's, yes, we are to be polite. You, you hear my heart in this. You hear my heart in this. And then the man shows up and he says, don't leave. He says, fight and you may die. I'm saying that to you. Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least for a while, you'll live. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all of the days from this day to that for one more chance to come back and do this? This is who we're to be. That's who God, I am telling you, he is rallying us today. The battle cry is roaring, saying, will you, will you? He's anointed you to preach the gospel to the poor. It's not up here. It's when you go and sit on the bench in front of the pharmacy at Walmart and say, hey, what's going on? I'm telling you, they're looking for somebody. They're in a desperate place when they're over there waiting for their medication. Whenever, wherever you're at, he sent you to proclaim release to the captives. We've been talking a lot about that on Wednesday nights. Who do you think is supposed to be casting out the demons? It's not all Debbie's doings. <laughs> Catherine Watsy. It's we're all supposed to be able to do it. Anybody cast out any demons this week? Anybody uh, reco- brought recovery of sight to the blind? Set those who are oppressed? How about proclaim the favorable year of the Lord? These are our marching orders. I'm not trying to beat you up. I'm wanting you to join. I'm telling you, I'm ready to be the lady William Wallace. I'm going to be Angie Sanborn. God has called me to do this. And I am going to be the best of that that I possibly can. And I don't know what it looks like. 
I know what that looks like, but I don't know what the next month looks like. I don't know. I don't have the complete battle plan. He gives it to me step by step. He's told me I was supposed to meet with a group of ladies for the last three months. I was supposed to have a ladies meeting with Catherine Watsey. I believe she's going to deposit then some more things into us, and he's going to show us next steps we're supposed to go as a church. That's how, you, that's how it works for all of us. You know, you're supposed to get up in the morning. You're supposed to go to work. You know, it just kind of goes like that. That's the way that sometimes it gets boring. Ask him for that. That's not boring. <laughs> God is not boring. His plans for us are not boring. The rest of that says we're going to be able to get, you, you could come back, and he says, from this day to that for one more chance to come back here and tell our enemy that they may take our lives, but they will never take our freedom. And that's what we're supposed to be saying to the enemy. Amen. He wants to take our life. He wants to take our lives. God wants to bring us freedom. With that, We've been talking about that on Wednesday nights. I wish y'all would come. It's good. There's freedom there. And we don't do it just because like, we don't have anything else to do. God's called us to be here, to get together. The enemy will never take my freedom away from me. I, he's already did that. <laughs> it took me half my life to get over it. <laughs> Here's another statement. Every man dies, but not every man truly lives. Rob said the other day, yeah, when we were in Branson, uh, have you noticed everybody's walking around like a zombie? Even though they've got the mask off, I'm telling you, this virus has done a number on our country. And it's not good. Take, take it off. If you're free to take it off, smile. I, it's like people don't even know how to take a smile anymore. I, 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 we need this. God needs us to engage because we have a country out there that is desperate for us, but they don't even know that they need how much they really need what we have. Because every man dies, but not every man truly lives. And true life only comes through the Father. It only comes through him. I, I had a friend telling me they have everything. They have everything. And they're... And, and they're wanting to take their It'd be better if I just ran into a truck because I knew something would change. How sad is that? That's not living a life. They don't have Jesus. There's no hope. We can give them that hope. Matthew 16, 18 and 19, and we have talked about this, and we're just going to keep talking about it, because this is another part of what we are to engage in. And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. Is that how that one says? Yeah. Um, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth 
will have already been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have already been loosed in heaven. Sometimes it's hard to read it out of my Bible. The Amplified gives it a lot of extra words. <laughs> my, he says, my church, that's us. That is us. We are the church. We are the ecclesia. What is that? It's the governing body. Okay, whenever you hear governing, we're not talking about the government. We are the body of Christ that governs. So what does that look like? We are commissioned to do what God says. Have you been doing what he says? We're supposed to establish boundaries. You have to hear from him, establish boundaries, declare what he says. Um, Ephesians 1 says, He made known to us the mysteries of his will according to his good pleasures. He wants to tell us. I talked about that last week. This is um, the month that we're in of him revealing his secrets to us. He wants to show us. He wants to show us your plan for your life, for your family, uh, for this city. We each have a piece. We're each a puzzle, a puzzle piece that all comes together. But if we're not hearing from him, then how can we govern? How can we establish what he's wanting? How can we um, declare what he's saying? Uh, we talked about this on Wednesday night, too. God created Adam and Eve to what? To have what? Dominion? Well, that, that's still us. And it's not to say we're going to be ruling uh, like I'm somebody and I'm ruling over you. But he left us on the earth to, to rule the earth. He left this place with us. We're what he has. We're that army. We're that warring people. We're not always in battle mode. I think, I, I think we're supposed to always keep that battle clothes on, though. But we change as we need to in, into what we need to be at that time. Those keys. You know what the keys are? Their authority. He's given us the authority from heaven to use it here on earth. That's a mind-blowing thought, isn't it? He's gave us the authority of heaven. When, whenever I think about keys, I always want to think about something in my hand. Because it is so hard for me to shift from a natural thinking to a spiritual thinking. Because we stay pretty much in the natural realm or the soul realm most of the time. So try to shift over into the spiritual realm and think about that authority, what those keys, you know what those keys, they're not in your hand. They're inside of you. And some of us will never engage and get into this. I, I, I'm asking the Lord to shift us into this this morning, that we can engage those keys this morning that are inside of us, that they will awaken, God will awaken what is inside of us, that we realize I have an authority that only I have. 
And God's left me in this place to deal with it, to use it. We, we somehow, I heard Bob Jones say one time, our spirits is, when we're born is, is as big as it's ever going to get. We kind of think like kids, we, they grow up, then we grow up as Christians. We're going to grow up and, and then, then be who God's want us to be. I don't think that's how it is. It's there. Our spirit is ready for us to engage, whether you're 12 or whether you're 80. It, 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 you know, but you've got to decide if you're going to engage and, and operate and use those keys, use that authority that he's given us. But those keys, what did they do? They, they forbid, they permit, they stop, they go, they open, they shut. That's what the keys are used for. Kingdom come, darkness stop. We declare, we decree that that's what we are to be using those for. Are you using them? Are we using our authority? Y'all are really quiet. I'm just asking the questions. I, I've been, I, I have been trying to step into this. It, it's not easy because it is easy. We're just not doing it. And I'm not for sure why. I'm not for sure why we have not realized God's left this with us. He is wanting us to be in charge. He is wanting us to say, heaven, come to earth. Have your way, Lord. Now, how do I walk in that? How, how, do I, how does this work? You're going to have to ask him for you. I think it's going to be different from all, for all of us on how, how exactly what that looks like. But that authority is in us. If you know the Lord you have him, it's there. We've got to ask him, Lord, we're asking you this morning, show us what that looks like. We want to step into the authority that you have for us here this morning. We want to engage in what you have for us. Do we not? Amen. You in the back? Amen. Y'all can look on Facebook later. I want to go back, though, to Matthew uh, 16 over uh, verses 5 through 8. And this is an interesting thing. And this is so the way we would be. And I, I don't really have to read it. But uh, Jesus had been talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he had been talking to these religious leaders and having a conversation. Then he gets with the disciples and he says something to him. In verse 6, he says, watch out and be on guard against the leaven of these guys. And just like us, they're in the natural, and they're, I, this would be me. I forgot the food. Did you bring the bread? He's telling us, watch for the leaven, I forgot the food. They were just like we were. They were in the natural realm, and he's talking about something else. But I just think it's the same as where we're at, because he, he's just saying you know, those guys, they represented man-made traditions, false teachings. That's what those guys represented. They were distractions. And he's saying, look out for the distractions. And in our country, every single day, what is different? I mean, there is a different distraction every single day. 
that you you see, that you hear. You're like, I cannot think that there's going to be one more thing that of craziness that could go on in our country. And the next day, it tops it. You're just like, I cannot believe it. He was telling me something yesterday about they're wanting to fly the gay pride flag with the American flag now. And I'm like... But don't say that could be it, because it'll be something. To, I mean, it just. But see, this is where we engage. You stay. You take out your authority and say, "We as Christians, that's right. We say no to this. We are saying we come against that um, spirit. Uh, that's a godless spirit that's trying to take over our country. That antichrist spirit. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you engage. That's how you use your key. You pray against the things that are against the Lord. It's that simple. It, it really is that simple. But there's a lot of distractions that want to take us away. I have no idea what time it is. I just look. So here we go. I got one more thing that I want to talk to you about. And um, it's in Judges. And it, it's a story. It's uh, Judges 11. And it's a story that I have been reading, oh, at least once a week for probably since I've heard that cry of that it's time to rally the troops. And I love this guy. And his name is Jephthah. And he is a cool guy because it says he was a brave warrior. And that's who we're all to be. We are all to be brave warriors. He was the son of a prostitute, though. I, I, I'll just read it all. I think we got time. Now, Jephthah was a brave wa warrior, but he was the son of a prostitute. And um, Gilead's wife bore him sons, and when his wife's sons grew up, they drove Jephthah out and said to him, You shall not have any inheritance in our father's house, because you are the son of another woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tob, and worthless and unprincipled men gathered around him and went out on raids with him. Now it happened after a while that the Amorites fought against Israel, when the Amorites fought against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah from the land of Tob. And they said to him, Come, be our leader, so that we might fight against the Amorites. But Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Did you not hate me and drive me from the house of my father? Why have you come to me now when you are in trouble? And the elders of Gilead said to him, This is why we have turned to you now, that you may go with us and fight the Amorites and become head over all the inhabitants. So Jephthah said to the elders, If you take me back home to fight against the Amorites and the Lord gives them over to me, will I really become your leaders? And the elders said to him, The Lord is the witness between us. Be assured that we will do as we have said. I love that story. I love this story because, well, it looks like a really bad thing, and you get the gist. His dad had, had him with a prostitute, then his dad had more sons, and, and those, those, his half-brothers rose up and said, you don't look like us, you're not one of us, and you need to head on out. 
But what looked like a really bad thing, the Lord turned into something really good. But it, I love it because it says in verse um, 3 that worthless and unprincipled men gathered around him. I understand that that's not like what we're looking for here. But you know what? If you're a brave warrior, you're going to have some of those people gather to you. And that should be okay. But you know what? He found his people. And when you find your people, there's something in you that goes off. We've had lots of guests here. I can, sometimes I have been with some of them. I mean, maybe over a course of a meal, and you're like, oh, you're one of us. It's not that we talked about anything in particular that your spirit recognizes, and you're like, oh, you're my people. He found his people. These were more wild, brave heart warriors that were going for the gusto. This is what God's looking for right here. Not, not, not so much... Um, unprincipled or worthless. But they had their hair down and they was ready to go, go for it. That's what, that's what we're looking for. But they gathered with him and they went to war with him. They had that warrior spirit. You know, I kind of see him as William Wallace. Just give me that. So, you know, it really doesn't matter what he looked like, but I see the spirit behind him. He's like, you, oh, you want me now. Isn't that the way it goes? You get dejected, and then all of a sudden, oh, they need you. There might have been a little enema of, uh, <laughs> really? You want me now? But he went ahead and did it. You, you know, and I was just thinking about, we come in here, and we sing, um, there's an army rising up. And you're like, where, where to go? This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight my battle. That's how we, we don't win. That's right. We're, and we're, we're, we're on the ground getting trampled. We win by praising. We win by warring. We win by rising up. We win by realizing we are that brave warrior. We are supposed to be the brave warriors. He is calling us to rise up and become those brave warriors. Are you living life? <laughs> are we really living? Are we rising up to the call that God is calling us? Our world, our nation, so is so desperate for us now. It is so desperate for us. And, and every week, Pastor says, pray for our country. Pray for our country. We are to pray for it. And I think it's more than God bless America. It is to those things you all have heard. There has been something that will rise up and you'll hear that it'll capture you, your spirit. That's what you're, that's your assignment then. That's what you're to be praying about. It's going to look different for each of us, I think. Those are the things that we're to be about. I'm going to read you a little story here. 
bear with me. It's really short. I think you all will like it. And I'm still on William Wallace, but this isn't about him. But this is about Robert the Bruce. And he was a Scottish noble, and he betrayed William Wallace. Y'all are going to have to go home and watch the movie. But he led, later rose up and he led Scotland into freedom after Wallace, his execution. But um, Robert the Bruce died in 1329 at the age of 54. Shortly before his death, Robert the, Robert the Bruce, excuse me, requested that his heart be removed from his body and taken on a crusade by a worthy knight. James Douglas, one of his closest friends, was at his bedside and took on the responsibility. The heart of Robert the Bruce was embalmed and placed in a small container that Douglas carried around his neck. Isn't that wild? I love it. In every battle that Douglas fought, he literally carried the heart of his king pressed against his chest. In the early spring of 1330, this really happened, guys, okay? In the early spring of 1330, Douglas sailed from Scotland to Spain and engaged in a campaign against the Moors. In an ill-fated battle, Douglas found himself surrounded in this situation, death was both certain and imminent. In that moment, Douglas reached for the heart strapped around his neck, flung the heart into the enemy's mist, and cried out, Fight for the heart of your king. One historian quoted Douglas as shouting, Forward, brave heart. As ever thou were wont to do, and Douglas will follow his king's heart or die. The motto of Douglas clan to which the present duke belongs is even to this day simply forward. That is the word for us today. Forward. We are to go forward. Are you ready to fight for the heart of the king? He gave his life on that cross for us. And he's asking us today to engage in the battle. Fight for the heart of the king. Forward. Our weapons, our faith, hope, love. Those are our weapons. We all have a sphere of influence. I can't do the battle. You don't battle by yourself. You don't go into war. And those that are watching on Facebook, you need to come and join us because you're not going to get, you ain't going to win no battle by, you, by yourself at home. It's time to step out of the fear and engage in what God has for us. We all have our own troops. You all have your own sphere of people that you can engage and bring into God's kingdom. I can't reach everyone in this. This church isn't going to reach everyone in this region. But we're part of the kingdom of God that will, hopefully. That's, that's, that's why we're here. I'm, I'm, I'm rallying the call 
for men and women of like-minded that's wanting to go. That's what we're here for. We're, we're to go forward. I see strength in each and every one of you. Strength to do what God has for you. you I see it in you. And sometimes we, you know who our worst enemy is? It's ourselves. I see God's, God is moving in each of your lives. You have strength. You have things that only you can do. You have that plan. He has a plan and purpose that only you can fulfill. I heard Steve Youngblood say yesterday, the lost can't wait any longer for us. We got to get over ourselves. Your family can't wait on you any longer. Your workplace can't wait any longer. It's we because you're like I have been for a long time. Oh, it's somebody else's turn. Guess what? <laughs> you're it. It's our turn. And some of us have been waiting a long time for it to be our turn. I'm excited for it to be my turn. I'm going to be the best I can be at it. And I want it to be as wild and crazy as it gets. But you read in the Bible, I'm telling you, there's some crazy stuff that happens in there. And heaven's not going to be a bunch of just white robes being real quiet like a bunch of monks. Mm -hmm. There's stuff flying around and it's going to be wild. But you know what? God's kingdom on earth... Go back, Leah, to that Luke of where we started. That's wild. The spirit, the, what the Spirit of God wants to do, those spiritual things, God's kingdom is not boring by any means. But that strength I see in you, you have the courage, the willingness, and I know you have the wisdom to go after God with all of your might. Psalms 108.13 says, With God we can do valiantly, for it is he who will trample down over our enemies. The Lord will go before you. He will be your rear guard. That, that's what I have for you today. I'm going to ask you to stand. And, he, and here's the, the call. We don't do an invitation um, for ourselves. I see it today as it's, it's, an, it's a time for you to act on what you hear. It's a time for you to respond. And if, if this isn't you, I'm going to ask you to come and let, let's pray for you that, that your name can go in front of that scripture, <laughs> that you can be anointed and have that it's there. It's there. That we can engage and be that brave heart. That at the end of your life, you won't be lying in that bed saying, I wish I would have. I wish I would have done those things. I wish I would have heeded the call. Nobody wants to live a life of regret especially with the Lord, because we've all got a regrets. Let them go. 
because there's no reason to look back because there's nothing you can do about them. Let them go. Let go of the regrets because we have disqualified ourselves because of the regrets. You are qualified. You are qualified to be that warrior that God is calling us to rise up in his army. Lord, I just lift up your army of people here today. These brave warriors, these men and women that you have called, you have called them into your kingdom. You have called them into your army. And Lord, I pray this morning that we will heed, heed what you're calling us into. We want to take it up, Lord. You have anointed us to preach the good news. You have sent this group of people to announce the release of the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed. If you're oppressed this morning, come forward. You can get set free We're, so that you can go out and proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. Leah, you can start that music. If you need prayer, if you want to engage in what he has for you and you feel like there's a hindrance, something stopping you, come forward. And I, I'm telling you, a prayer can take that off of you. The Lord can lift that off of you. And maybe you all are ready to go for battle and you've got your orders. And God bless you if you do. Your name is higher than depression. Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you of what you're doing. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in this place. We bless you, Jesus. We proclaim the victory of the cross, the sufficiency of the blood, the power of the name of Jesus. We proclaim we proclaim the victory of the cross, the sufficiency of the We love the blood. you, Lord. We thank you for the what you're doing in this place. Thank you, Jesus. We proclaim, we proclaim the Thank you for the warriors that you're rising up. The sufficiency of the blood, the power of the name of Jesus. Proclaim the victory of the cross, the sufficiency of the blood, the power of the name of Jesus. We just bless you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing here today. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
with them. This is that scripture. Can you turn it up just a little bit, Alan? He has Thanks. He has anointed me to comfort all the ones who mourn. He has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Oh, He has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I believe He has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed We proclaim. We proclaim the victory of the cross. The sufficiency of the blood. The power of the name of Jesus. Come sing that one more time. We proclaim the victory of the cross. The sufficiency of the blood. The power of the name of Jesus. Yeah. This is how I fight my battles. 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 This is how I fight my battles.
Uh, I just told Angie that um, when we were singing the song, I don't know, just something came up about this, but how many in here have Christ in you? You've accepted, most of you have, haven't you? you? Do you believe the scripture, what the word says? Have you read it? <laughs> or you'd say yes, you know, but um, some of you haven't read, but Okay, if you you got Christ in you, you believe the Bible, what it says, would you like to see his glory come? And You know, that's another scripture that he's prophesied that his glory would cover the earth. That's what we're praying for. Okay, here's a scripture I'm giving you. It says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Where is he? Okay, put your hand right there. Say, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Now, in you is that resurrected Christ. Okay, he lived as a man. He died on the cross, and he came back through the power of the Holy Spirit as the resurrected Christ living in you. Keep that in your mind. Now, when you go out, when you see someone, just like that young man right there, he came forward. I said, you've got Christ in you. I can see him. See, people can see that in you. And whenever he speaks to you, well, like she said, I'm sitting over there on the bench at the pharmacy, and I see someone hobbling there, somebody like me going in there to get my medication. Well, just say, I say you need an encouraging word. Or just say, I'm praying for you to be healed. Or whatever the Lord, he'll give you your words to say. Or that's, not, that's just one example. But the Lord's going to give you many examples. Because I am praying for you today. As you go out of here. This week, the Lord is going to hound you until you let that resurrected Christ come out. And he's going to be showing. See, I see on John's face there, he's got the resurrected Christ. Doesn't he, Granny? Yeah, see? And he's going to get out and speak to somebody this week or whatever. Now, I'm not trying to put anything on you, but look, the Lord, maybe it's just to pray for somebody. Yeah, well, it'll be good, Granny. It'll be good. <laughs> but you see, when I see we get to thinking the Lord's going to swoop down, His glory is going to cover the earth. Well, His glory is going to cover the earth through us because He left us here. I read that this morning, Psalm 115. God's in heaven, but He gave the earth to men. That means men, women, boys, girls. That means everybody on the earth. That knows Jesus. You got it? Got the picture? Okay, we're going to be that army. We're going to go out and let him shine. That was a good recap. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. And we'll probably all have purple on our face next week. That's right, blue. Yes. Have a sword in our yes. Face. Well, and you know, though, it, what I was thinking that what it's not, we drove downtown to Branson yesterday afternoon, and on each corner, you know, by Dick's Five and Dime, there and um on each corner they're holding signs 
basically said turn or burn and there was a guy with the bible screaming at the top of his lungs telling everybody how you're dying and going straight to hell well that's probably not the way to go about it so (laughs) i didn't know people still did that so it was something anyway josh can we pray for you come come back up here some of y'all, come on, church family, gather around. We're just welcoming him in, into our fellowship. This yeah. is Joshua Smith. Broken boat of Skytook. Mm-hmm. Pray for him, Jackson. Well, Josh, I'm just glad to see you came again and again and again on your own without anybody forcing you or feeling bad. But you've been baptized, right? That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I'm just going to pray for you that the Lord will just lead you and guide you, okay? Lord, we just lift Josh up before you right now, Lord. We just ask that your Holy Spirit touch him, Lord, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Lord, we just pray that you go with him this week and let Jesus be seen in him as he comes and goes. Lord, just bless him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We bless you and welcome to Ascension yeah. Church and Sky Took. And God's got a lot for you. Yes, he does. Yeah. You're, uh, this is a man with no guile. That's right. And we just bless you. Amen. Thank you. We bless you. you. And Johnny, you're a marked man. Yeah. <laughs> We're calling you in. We're calling you in for all that God's got for you. Amen. 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 Any other words? This is the next generation. Yes. Amen. Yeah, we need you guys. Yes, we do. <clears throat> yeah, we need you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no other words? Good word this morning, Angie. Yes. Lord, we bless you. Come on, brave hearts. Amen. Stand up. Let's Amen. praise the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. What? <laughs> what? Come on, brave heart. I'm I'm not a brave heart. Yeah, you are too. He's my brave heart. Our Father who art in heaven, how will be thy name? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.